Hello. Hey, welcome back, you guys. Welcome to Save for the Streets. I am your girl, Rachel Malaya, and I'm with my co-host. George. Yes, and we're back again um, just to have another genuine conversation, um, as we've done before. And today, we're going to talk about being loyal to what broke you. Mm, no love lost. Yeah, no love lost. Just, mm. you know, going through life. So, um... For me, I'll jump off with it. For me, I have been loyal to a lot of friendships and things that um, that I probably should have let go. And um, just my love and loyalty to certain people, you know, kept me trying. And I was I was there trying when they were prepared to walk away. Mm-hmm. So I think... Um, for me, my loyalty just runs too deeply sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's a such thing as being too loyal. I'm not sure. Or um, I just know that sometimes it's not um, being reciprocated, you know? Yeah, yeah. When I think about it, I think, of course, my mind goes everywhere when I think about loyalty and loyalty will broke you. And if you guys are thinking, why does his voice sound like that? I have been in revival this week. And so um, <laughs> my voice <laughs> is recuperating from that. Tonight is the last night. I'm excited. And so my voice is recuperating from that. But, however, when I think about came to my when loyalty broke you, and it's going to be funny, but for me, I always use this kind of examples because it hits for me, right? So I'm on my weight loss journey, and I know that what can break my discipline, what can break my consistency, what can break what I'm trying to build is some Cheetos, is a Fago soda. And every time I go back to the very thing that I know is going to derail me, distract me, detour me, that's going to get me away from my place of focus, I am loyal to the very thing that's trying to destroy me. Mm, well that's good because i I feel like i gotta be satisfied for the moment yeah like not looking at long-term growth or long-term healing or you know being healed for a long period of time i just want to be satisfied and and you know what in honesty i be telling myself in my head cheetos is nothing but cardboard i saw that video on facebook (laughs) i saw that video on facebook where they burnt (laughs) where they burnt a Cheeto and it was cardboard. I know it's not even good for me. I've never seen that video. Yes. It literally, a Cheeto is nothing but a cardboard. And I will know that and still go to the convenience store and convince myself a small bag is better than a big bag. But you know that is deterring you from the goal you're trying to reach because you cannot be depressed about what you can change. Listen, I think you're you're um, ministering to me right now. Let me because... stop. I, 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 no, I'm not no, at church. No, I'm not at church. Listen, we'll go here, though. Listen, that's how I am with Pepsi's. Y'all know that's my struggle. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's my struggle. I'm sitting here drinking one right now. No. And, <laughs> and and I've I've been trying my hardest and um. And I was telling, I keep referring to Blake, y'all, but that's my, he's like my best friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we talk a lot, obviously. But um, I was telling him yesterday, I was like, I really want to be loyal to my 
working out this wow. summer, I was saying like, I want to be consistent because consistency is really hard for me mm-hmm. when it comes to working out. And, um, you know, of course, during COVID, I was pregnant. So um, getting back into shape has been hard trying to navigate through COVID and through working from home with Blake and everything like that. But that loyalty that I have to this Pepsi, it has mm. to be, it has to stop. It has mm. to. So I um posted on Facebook yesterday. I was like, can y'all please give me some advice about how to make water taste better? <laughs> like, <laughs> because I need to drink more water and I'm knowing of this, but it's like, Oh, Pepsi is just a comfort. It's a comfort. It's a That's comfort it. thing. It's a comfort that, thing. That is it. It's a comfort thing. It's a I'm comfort staying thing. in that because it's a comfort thing. It's a comfort thing. That's the. That's what it is. And my loyalty to this drink, I'm convinced that they just need to make me um the face of Pepsi because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's but you know just I I felt you when you were talking about those Cheetos. I was thinking about my Pepsi. So. It's my loyalty, and it's those things like that. It's those things like that. Um, there's that saying that it's the small foxes that destroy the vine. It's those things like that that eat away at the bigger picture of what we consider loyalty in relationships. But I'm on this thing with people. Are you loyal to you? Like we have this expectation, but are we meeting what we expect? Mm. Are we what we expect from other people? It's Do we price. give ourselves what we want other people to give us? Yeah. I lack in consistency. I can be honest about that. <laughs> and so <laughs> I can be honest about that. Uh, consistency is something that I um, I have a hard time with. And um, something else that I, I'm always wanting people to um, be is honest. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm not very honest with myself. <laughs> with me. With me. Oh, with me. Yeah, yeah. So with me, I'm not honest sometimes, and but I want everybody around me to be honest with me. And so I just, I'm like, girl, how can you want these things from people and you're not doing it for yourself? So I've, I'm starting today. Okay. And, and today. that's it. Any any moment, any moment, I can make a decision to change me. I might can't change what happens. I can't change people, but I can make a decision to change me. And I can make a decision that I don't have to pretend to be perfect. And since I'm the pastor, I'm just going to put this here. You don't have to pretend to be perfect because God has provision for your perfection. Amen. He has a plan to perfect you. I I don't have to change to have any type of relationship with him or have any type of relationship because he already has the change that I need. And so I would encourage somebody who is trying to work on having a authentic loyalty and relationships you have got to start with you you got to win you first and you got to put away those things that you know are toxic for you but you're there because it's comfortable yeah oh yeah that's good like i keep going and the same thing with you and the pepsi i go to the cheeto because the cheeto bag because this week from the revival i did not make proper preparations and make meals that i could have eaten before service yeah. Or earlier in the day. So I use the excuse when I'm on the way back, because it's about 45 minutes from where I live. I use the excuse on the way back. Well, I have nothing else to eat. I might as well go by the gas station and get the bag of Cheetos. So so it's crazy that you're saying that because um, now I have to jump in there with my, my whole spiel about meal prepping. Mm. 
So on on here, can we can we make a better a choice to be better at keeping ourselves accountable Mm. with our food? Can me and can we do that? Yes. Can we hold each other accountable? Yes. Okay. So I've decided to give my sister all the food in my freezer. Wow. She doesn't know it yet, so she listens to the podcast before I tell her. That's you're, you're getting food tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting, you're getting, you're the winner of all the food in my freezer. Praise God. So no, I've decided to do that because I am purging my refrigerator of things that I don't need anymore, and that I want to rid my body of. So I'm on this whole journey of um, weight loss. Right. And getting back, because I looked at Blake yesterday, and I was like, babe, you're, you're skinny. You're skinnier than me, so either you're going to have to gain weight, or I'm going to have to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Something has to happen. So, um, I'm going to lose while he attempts to gain. And so, we're going to see how this works out, but um, let's meal prep. Let's do this, because this was a moment with your Cheetos and my Pepsi. These are moments that we need to be holding each other accountable um we need to get better snacks right more more water and and juices instead of um these colas because they're right. killing us um so um, as as your friend my loyalty to you lies deep mm. and so i am gonna hold you accountable that's it I'm going to hold you accountable for the things that you are putting into your body and making sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do this summer. So I'm going to challenge us the month of June to eat better, drink better, and do better. Mm, I love that. Let's do that. Eat better, drink better, and do better. Because that's when we're talking about loyalty and no love laws. If we want consistency, we've got to have an accountability partner. Yeah, we've got to have partners who I remember when I was working out with my trainer, guys, I, I'm, I got to get back with him. But I thought he was trying to kill me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, bro, come on. But one of the things I had to do with him, which a lot of times we don't want to be accountable. And, and if your mental health is going to be sustained and you're going to progress through the journey of you trying to have stability in your thought process you're going to have to incorporate accountability and be open and one of the things we had to do was every time i ate i had to send him a picture of what i was eating oh and that showed me rachel and i was going to be real with you that little thing showed me i would send him a picture of the big meal but i wouldn't send him a picture of the snack Mm. and that thing showed me there's a hider in you yeah there's a little sneakiness in you. Yeah. There's a little thing in you that's not committed to you as much as you say you are. Yeah. And we're talking to somebody today, and this one is just going. We're going. It's it's a it's a throat punch. It's a gut punch. We're coming at you. And my thing is, are you really committed to you as you say you are? Like, are you committed as committed to you as you are? posting those inspirational quotes mm, okay well talk to me then because i guess that's that was sent for me don't send for me george you could have just you could have just that's for me that's for me that's for me and that's for every young person <laughs> like we are committed to external success yeah. but not internal power yeah and that's like 
that loyalty that what we're looking for is really in us. Yeah, it really starts within us. It's like a it it wants to blossom within us. And when we talk about having a hard day, like one of the things I do, I have an affirmation wall on my wall. And this is an assignment I go through with people and I'm going to share it with you all. So I take sticky notes and I have them di different colors and I write down words I want to hear on my hard days. Then I write down things I believe about me. And then I write down things that I'm going to be. And on my hard day, I stand at that wall and I force myself to read it. That's good. I like Unfor that. Unfortunately, sometimes it's easier for us to believe a lie that accept the truth. <laughs> That's true. And we rather believe, like, we rather believe the hype that we're helpless than really take the truth that says, I have all sufficiency. Yeah. I have everything I need in me to be what I'm trying to be. But because it's a little tougher and more challenging to look at yourself in the mirror and confess the truth, we rather believe a lie. So are we loyal to lies? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why other people can lie to us and we'll we don't mind it. Right. Okay. That, that's why we can we can look at stuff and look past it and act like we didn't see it because we're already loyal to lies. Mm. And it's not the lies other people told us, it's the lies we started telling ourselves when we opened up our eyes. Oh, I don't feel good today. Lies. Right. I'm having symptoms, but I'm well. Yeah, it's gonna get better. I'm already mm -hmm. It's already, and so we're loyal, so I agree. So let's cut off. We're loyal to lies. We're going to break our loyalty to the lies we tell ourselves. And if we do that, we won't believe the, other, the lies people tell us. Right. That's good. We're, That's we're good. loyal to laziness and procrastination. I'm procrastinator. Like, <laughs> you know, you've had too many bad days not to, not to talk to somebody. Yeah. Loyal to isolation. Mm, that's me. Cause that ain't always. That's not. That's not always healthy. Just me, myself, and I. So, at what point do you talk? At what point do you open up? At what point do you share? But what point do you start trusting? What if you're, mm. what if you're loyal? Your what if your loyalty. Not able to. Um, trust so there was a compromise in your trust there mm. and that's real because you were so loyal to something and, and it caused you to have a compromise um, in trust so how do you heal from that where do you start okay so personally for me one day I had to sit down because I had the same thing, trust thing, right? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, no, I ain't gonna trust. The Bible says, "Put trust in no man in their flesh," right? And so I started thinking one day. I said, "But George, aren't don't you want to be seen as trustworthy? Don't you feel like people can tell you stuff, and when they tell you, it doesn't go anywhere? Aren't you a trustworthy person?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty trustworthy." And then I start telling myself, "But you aren't the only person that's trustworthy either." You aren't the only person somebody else can trust. So if you're trustworthy, that means there's some other genuine people who are trustworthy too. What makes you think you're so good that you're the only person people can trust? 
Welcome back again. We're sorry. We had a technical difficulty, but we're going to go and finish. Yes. So let me tell you how slow I was for a second. <laughs> I was sitting here. First of all, you were still recording because I just checked back and listened. So you were still recording. I just couldn't hear you. But when I was sending you the request, um, well, I thought I sent you the request. Let me just make that clear. Cause I've never seen it. So I was just sitting here like, dang, George and I get my request. <laughs> well, love, you never sent the request. So I <laughs> That's what took me so long because I was sitting here like, okay, Jay, he's he's probably like, you know, not wanting to record anymore. But I thought you was doing my, I just assumed you was doing mama duties. No, I was sitting here <laughs> <laughs> just slow. Um, and my mom and my sister both called at the same time, so I was like, gosh, I was like, I'm trying to record good people. <laughs> But That's no, funny. so the last thing that you said was um you're not the only person that somebody mm. can trust. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And if you want someone to trust you, you gotta take a chance to trust someone else. But trust a, a person who's trustworthy, their character proves it. Which means they're not perfect, but there are qualities in their character that you can see that this person can be trusted. Okay. So I guess my next question would be, um, so if a person wronged you, mm-hmm. how do you repair that trust? Like what, what steps do you take to repair trust so that you, you all could get back to a place where you can start being loyal to that person again and entrusting and y'all being back on the same page for me i think the first step is time anything that has been hurt uh, has to heal and healing takes time Mm. then again if it was something say this is a romantic relationship right if the other person was the offender right Mm-hmm. then that other person has to do the work to regain my trust. It is not up to me to try to force myself to trust them because I didn't fracture the relationship. Mm-hmm. It is my job to learn to forgive. So I don't take what they did and use it as a weapon against them every chance I get upset about it. Mm-hmm. So there, there work. there's work on both parts. There's work for me to forgive. There's work for them, and it's just as equal to earn my trust back in them. If there's a friendship and we've had an altercation, there's been a rift. We don't really trust each other like we used to. Once again, the same thing is going to take forgiveness. It's going to take both people working and being intentional about we're building back trust in our relationship. Mm. It takes time. Then it takes consistency. It takes consistent conversation. Hey, here's what happened. How did we fall? How did we fail? What what did we not talk about? You know, what did we not discuss with each other? What what did you what did I not share with you about me so that when this comes around again, because if a relationship is gonna last for a long time, it is gonna consistently go through conflict in order for it to grow. 
So when this comes around again, how do we have conflict, but it doesn't make us fall out with each other? Oh, that's good. I'm so glad that you said that. That is so good. So um, in my experience with friendships, I can, I can honestly say I, I am a friend that literally I'll just say what I feel. And sometimes that could be a really bad thing. Um, and I fall, I tend to fall out with people a lot and I'm a person like, okay, so I feel like we should just move past this once we speak about it and we just move on and, you know, move forward. And I feel like the people that were around me just, (laughs) I don't know. They just don't know how to heal. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't feel like, and that's where I feel like the loyalty in those, in those friendships it was lacking. Like maybe I was giving more and they were not. So it was so easy for them to just walk away, mm. you know? Um, I don't, I don't even know how to better explain it. Like, or what I'm wanting from it, but I just, I just want the, I don't know. I just want it to be to a place where, you can fall out with your friends and absolutely. still be a, still be a friend. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can yeah, have, you can have a disagreement and still, you know what I'm saying, be friends because you're allowed to do that. Sometimes friendships, not sometimes, friendships are like relationships. You absolutely. have to nurture them the same way you would in mm-hmm. a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and cater, you know, care for them as if you all were in a relationship, but not to that that extent. But a friendship is just like a relationship. And so, though I'm a caring person, there are levels to Mm -hmm. what I can take. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so is there a boundary that should be um, placed in friendships when there's a fallout, when there's a disagreement? I think, again, the boundary has to be now we have to have conversation, not just talking. We've got to have conversation. I've got to know you in order to be in a relationship with you. Mm. Um, I, and not just assume, I've got to really know you, which means, yeah, we can gossip for a little bit, but then we got to have meaty conversation so I can know you. I, I asked my friends the question, the same question I put on my affirmation wall. I asked my friends that. Oftentimes when I'm talking to people who are my friends, because everybody that I talk to is not my friend. I'm friendly, but everybody's not my friend. Right. And so people I'm friends with, I want to know you for the purpose of when things happen, I know how to handle you. So I ask ask them the questions. What do you need to hear on your hard days? What is a hard day like for you? Um, are, Are you the kind of person that backs away when you go through trouble or do you isolate yourself? So I know how to handle that. I, I have a friend now who um she spends hours in her car. And I was like, okay, I'm the kind of friend I'm going to get in the cave with you. I'm not going to let you be in a cave by yourself. I'm going to get in the cave with you, which means if you spend hours in the car, if me building and forming a healthy friendship with you means I've got to get to know you in the heat of your car, I'm going to sit in your car with you. No matter how bad I'm sweating, I'm going to get in the car with you. That's good. No matter how, and if we get in my car, you, you ain't going to have the sun, I'm going to have the AC on, but we're going to sit in there 
Because true friendship is built through conversation. Loyalty is built through conversation, not expectation. Mm. Not I expect you to be like this because this is what I've seen or I've been. But it's conversation to know who you are, where you belong in my life, and how we can benefit each other. Mm, that's good. So I, I think for me, and, and that's the, um, and like you said, People don't maintain, and we're just talking about health, we're not talking about loyalty, because a lot of relationships and friendships I was in that I was the problem. Mm-hmm. I was the problem because I did not understand their perspective. People would tell me, and I'm trying to change that about me. People would say, when you get an idea about something, you only see it that way. When you feel a certain way about something, you don't change your mind. And it hit me. When one friend was like, there's no change in your mind about something. Yeah. Like, if you if you believe it, that, that is it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wait, that's toxic. That means it's hard to tell me something. It's hard for me to hear. And it was like, it's like, if your mind is made up, I know I can't change your mind. So there's no sense in me saying it. And I was like, so what you're saying is you can't tell me nothing. Or they have to filter certain things. And I had to own that. I had to say, wait a minute, George. You got to be more understanding. It's not just your way or the highway. Ooh, that sounds like my mom. No, just... right. <laughs> right or wrong. Right or wrong. Even I can hear somebody wrong and know the truth, but I'm still learning to hear them. Mm. I can't just know you're wrong. No, that's wrong. I know it's wrong. But I still have to hear because they know it's wrong too. Sometimes they just need to hear themselves say. Mm. I don't just want to be a great talker. I want to be an excellent listener. Listener, yeah, that's good. I I I can understand that. I know they say that about me a lot too. If you can hear people, you can heal people. Yeah. If you're good, if you can hear them, you can help them heal. And our heal people, heal people. And so that's Talking about good. loyalty, if you want, if, I just would say, if you want loyalty, if you're trying to work on loyalty, be what you need. Become what you need. So how do you, so to get back to our uh, topic at hand, how do you free yourself from being loyal to something that broke you? You freed you. You're honest with you. You're honest with you and the part that you played. Yeah, and I think forgiveness, but Absolutely. not for not for the other person though. For you. yourself, forgiving yeah. you, forgiving yourself, for, forgiving you, and allowing yourself to be loyal again. Mm-hmm. But making sure it's healthy. You should okay. What in a friendship? What's what's not healthy? Loyalty. You're always doing. Like you're always that you're always doing, and they're never doing. And I'm not talking about one person is always paying and one person is always get you know taking. I'm talking about you can be that friend that pays, but are they? Because that may not be your thing. But in that friendship, in that relationship, do they meet that part of you that needs to be met? Mm. You might be the ticket person. But maybe you need some, maybe to you paying the ticket is not a big thing, but maybe words of affirmation in your relationship or your friendship is, do they meet that? So, and that's what I was going to ask. So 
Your friends need to know your love language. Absolutely. If we're, anybody I'm in relationship with, I know the love language for the people I serve as their pastor. Mm. I had everybody in my church take a love language test because I need to know how to lead you. And I don't know how to lead you if I don't know how you want to be loved. Because mm. I may give you a gift and that don't do nothing to you. And I'm thinking, well, I'm trying to show you I love you, but all I would have to do is stand up in the podium and say, I thank God for Sister Rachel. And that would make you feel like the best things in sliced bread. Right, because yours is words of affirmation. Yeah, that that's definitely me. Who wants somebody to lead them and they don't feel loved by them? Right. Vice versa, who wants to lead somebody and not feel loved by the person they're leading? And so anybody, and I think we need to normalize in friendships and relationships knowing the person. I need to know your love language. I need to we need to take a personality test together so I know you so that when we look down three years down the line, we don't just throw away a friendship because something crazy happens. Mm. How many friendships could we have preserved if we would have spent more time getting to know each other? Mm. That's a good question. Hmm? That's we, good. Would still, we would have grown in life with some people had we spent less time talking and more time getting to know each other. See, I think you're talking to me personally because I'm I, I know for real I'm one that I would just walk away I I am a person and I say it all the time if it if, if a person feels like they no longer serve me a purpose or that the, the the friendship relationship is ending I will walk away and I won't think twice about it it hurts it hurts it hurts but I'm like um yeah I can't do this anymore I'm I I, I, I will go now some things you need to walk away from Something and that's the, the same thing. You will know what needs to stay and what needs to leave if you know you. Yeah. If you if people consistently show you, I am not making any effort to meet the emotional, physical, and mental needs that you have, and you still try to remain in that friendship or relationship, that is false loyalty. You have an image of what something could be. But it's not that. And you are loyal to an image in your mind and not the reality of what it is. And some stuff, you don't need faith. You need the facts. Because if you have faith, you'll keep believing in nothing. You know, you need to tell yourself, no, this is what this, is what this really is. That's good. No, this, no this, this, this person is not mature enough to maintain a healthy relationship. And I'm not mad. I don't know what they're going through right now. I don't know what they're experiencing in their life. But I know for me, I'm in a place, I need people who want to cultivate healthy relationships. And I have to break away from this because I'm a kind of person I will hang in there with you. And that will become toxic to my mental and emotional health. So for the sake of our peace, and maybe the restoration of a future relationship, we need to sever ties now. Mm. <clears throat> that's good. Yeah, that, but that, that's all my whole. I don't feel like, I feel like I'm preaching. I'm not on here to preach. But no, 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 you're not <laughs> preaching. We have this is a part of it. We're having I, genuine. I, I really, I have a passion. I don't know if people can tell now. I have a passion for relationships. Yeah, I definitely can tell that. Like, really? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel like. Um, you could be a relationship counselor. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, I have a pass. I have a passion for relationships because I, I really do. And some stuff is false, but I have a passion for seeing people normalize having healthy friendships. Yes. Like, can we normalize going on a date with Dates. your friend? Yes, yes. Oh, uh, I tell Blake that all the time. It's funny because his um one of his best friends uh asked him. To me, it sounded like you know a date, but they, of course they're two guys, so it's not like that. But um, <laughs> he was like, "Do you want?" He asked him. He texted me like, "You want to go get ice cream?" <laughs> that's healthy. I was like, I was like, "Well, that's you know, it's weird, but that's nice, you know." That's healthy. It's healthy. And, and now in marriage, because I'm, I'm have, dealing with the conversation now, in marriage, you have to talk about the boundaries of friendship and marriage. Mm-hmm. And every marriage is different. And what that looks like in your marriage, especially when you know, um, you know, your spouse, you all have to discuss that. What does it look like if we have best friends? Can we have best friends? Can we normalize the conversation of what does it look like to have best friends of the opposite sex and it not be anything romantic? And that's a whole other podcast. And what does that look <laughs> like? And how, and how do you, how do you, you know, how do you deal with that? But, um, and then do we, as a couple, do we have group friends or do you have your friends and I have my friends and how do we maintain, make sure that remains healthy. But I, I think that's so healthy for, um, I, I met a few months ago, I would meet with some guys every Wednesday, we would have lunch and we would just talk about life and talk about being a husband. Um, so I think those are conversations that people need to have. Um, and I'm glad you said that because I was telling Blake the other day um, his friend needed some advice um, <clears throat> about something I was telling him like being that you're you know you're married you're the married friend in your group um, and so and then he's kind of the oldest of his mm. group as well and I'm like so in all actuality you're more like a big brother right. in the group and so I feel like it's important for you to give them a positive role model mm-hmm. when it comes to being in marriage. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you tell them that our marriage is glitz, glimmer, mm-hmm. and glow. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to share all our woes, mm-hmm. but please allow them to understand that in marriage, it's going to be hard. You're going to have those sunny days and, you know, you're going to have the storms. But you can get through just about any old thing. Right. Um, And so he was, you know, he I felt like he was taking it in because that's how I feel like most of my friends come to me for advice. And mm. and they are older than me. I'm kind of, I'm always like the baby of the group. And, or I'm like smack dead in the middle, but everybody seems to gravitate to me for the information because I'm the most experienced in relationships. Mm. And I'm like, but y'all do know I was in bad relationships, right? But <laughs> it works. You know, it you know, being that those relationships were bad, I know what I want. Right. Out of a relationship. And so they come to me and I'm able to give them what I preserve as um uh good advice. I, I feel like I give out the most amazing advice ever. <laughs> what they do with it. You give out good advice. Yeah, <laughs> what they do with it is on them. But um, being that, you know, you're the married friend in the group, you have to give out, you know, positive advice. But don't be afraid to let your friends know that it's not easy being in a a marriage. And it's not, you know, 
And I don't I don't ever suggest anybody just jump into marriage. You need to Absolutely. know the person. You know, you need to know what you're getting yourself into. Right. Because if you're gonna be mad one day and be ready to leave the next, is is you it was never Mm-mm. meant to be. Mm-mm. But that's again a whole nother podcast and we can get into that later, but you need to okay, so I wanna end this today with saying when you talk about loyalty and no love lost the main important ingredient is you need to know you. Yeah. If you are in a relationship, hopefully you're married and and you're on a process or a journey, but if you're single or if it's complicated, whatever your status is right now, get to know you. Mm -hmm. Because if you know you, you know what you can do, you know what you will do, you know what you won't do. And you'll know what you won't accept and you won't allow. If you don't know you, you'll take anything and everything and then try to make something. Mm, That's good. Get to know you. Be okay with your phone not being the hotline. And then for me to add to that, be open to forgiveness for you and Mm. the other person. Be open. You have to be open. In order for you to move forward and heal in any way, you have to be open to forgiving. And when I say for yourself, I mean you forgive yourself for being in a situation that no longer serves you. Mm. And you forgive the other person not because they deserve it, but because you deserve it. And to hold on to that baggage would be a terrible thing to do when you're trying to move forward in your life. I agree. So be be open to forgiveness and in that you'll have healing. I heard somebody say love like it never happened. Mm, that's good. <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> love like if you're gonna if you had a fracture in a friendship or a fracture in a marriage a wise man told me one time, you can't divorce what you've forgiven. Mm. And so if you said you forgave them, you can no longer hold them to the place you forgave them from. That's good. That's it for me. Uh, well, you guys, I guess that's all for this this episode of our podcast. Say for Let the- us know what you think. Let us know if that hits you if that was good to you, if it made you cry, give us your feedback. We want to hear from you. We do. We we we're thankful that y'all even decided to just you know listen to us and give us the opportunity to ring in your ears. And we hope that even God drops a piece um, of this in your spirit to carry on to somebody else, so that you know we can grow together and heal together in this process. Man, we we love y'all. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.